0: It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. It's the Leinster home edition. We're standing on the Clan Stand, myself and William Davis. William Connacht in the first thirteen seasons of the Championship won nine of these interpro games. In the last five years, they've won thirteen. Are they going to make it fourteen tonight?
1: Well, I like to think so. Uh, I think it's a big challenge for them. I think it could be a reality check tonight. Leinster have been very impressive at home, winning three games two away wins have been a bit scratchy but they've, they're have they five out of five but Connacht have won four games in a row the second row issues for Connacht are the big question can Joe Maximu and Killian Gallagher stand up and get the job done we are missing three serious players in the second row Kieran Marmion not being on the bench is also a concern because it means uh, young Stephen Kerrins has got a good opportunity it's just a big chance but it'll be, we'll know a lot more about Connacht after this game
2: than we do now. Oh, beautiful little switch play there to get Leinster on the go. That's Ronan Keller, the young hooker, and he's got in behind the Connacht defence. Leinster five metres from the Connacht line and putting some serious pressure on. They're driving over the line. Connacht are the best going to hold them up. They haven't done that. Leinster have got over. That was brilliant initially from Kelleher. And it just, once they got in behind the Connacht defence, boy, did they deliver. Super score in the end. Leinster are on the board. And this is a line-out, five metres from their own line. Full Leinster line-out, not wasting any time to get the movement going and get this throw into the centre. Fardy, the target, the line is set. The, the mall is set. And Leinster are going towards the conic try line. They're spinning in over towards the line. Have they got over? They've got the try. This is hugely impressive from Leinster. They are dominating this contest in the early stages. OK,
0: William. 20, just... 20 minutes, 30 seconds gone, Connacht are
1: losing 6 points to 14, it's all Leinster. Yeah, Leinster are very impressive, they're winning all the contact areas, they seem to have a much better game plan. Connacht have picked up a, obviously some blood injuries, some HIAs and Finlay Bielema off after 3 minutes. It's looking like a tough evening for them at the moment, they, Leinster are on the front foot nearly all the time, they're getting all the go forward ball. So it's a matter of trying to just regroup and see if they can hold this game out. But Leinster looking looking pretty good at the moment.
2: The line-out timing mightn't have been great there. Toner is barely lifted up, but then you don't really have to lift him that much. He's <laughs> taking the ball in. Leinster are mauling towards the conic line and they simply seem unstoppable. They've broken off the side. They're over. They've scored. This is just a complete and utter demonstration of domination.
0: That is one hell of a demolishing
1: job that Leinster have done on Connacht 35 points to 60 they leave. yep uh, Connacht have been second best in absolutely everything I've never got into this game Leinster have dominated at the breakdown they've dominated all around the pitch Connacht have had no answer really uh, they're not getting anything going forward and Leinster have scored five tries all through the forwards I think and uh, that's been the reality check that maybe we thought we might get, but to see it in the first half as stark as that is uh, it's quite tough. They look a bit shell-shocked going off. Coaches now have to try to get inside their heads to just go out. they have 40 hard minutes ahead of them. I don't think they'll be making much of a comeback, but they've got to, they've got to face up a little bit better, and uh, Leinster just looked really awesome. You, you're beginning to think there's 14 teams in this competition well there's Leinster and there's 13 others
2: inside the 22 McCartney to throw in well while- You'll never know what was said in that dressing room, but it's the first time under Andy Friend's tenure that he would have had to have such a tense te- dressing room where things were so bad. The throw towards the front of the line Jared Butler receives another advantage coming Connick's way. The momentum starting to turn a little bit. 35 points to six. He wanted to turn a hell of a lot, but Connick just want to get a try and get going. The mall is going. Not much distance on it, so they're going to just get it across field kick towards Stephen Fitzgerald. Cardi has found him. Fitzgerald has beaten the man, and he's in, and he's over, and he scored. And the sports ground can breathe a sigh of relief as their team have come out and they are ready to fight. score's
0: now 35-11. Connacht have got a great score. Jack Carty with a fantastic crossfield kick for Stephen Fitzgerald, but
1: Sean O'Brien's
0: gone off injured.
1: Yeah, he only came on, played a couple of minutes, went off injured again. It's been that sort of night for Connacht. They've been a little bit better in the second half. I think Leinster of maybe taking their foot off the gas a little bit. They're probably getting ready for Europe and they've been not quite as driven as they were in the first half and Connacht have been a bit better. But uh, this is a very turning into a very, very tough night for Connacht. There's 20 minutes left. It's up to the guys that are on the pitch now to give of their best. It's a tough one. Outside the
2: 22 in the Leinster half of the field. Jack Carty tried an audacious offload and it came off just about with a bit of a juggling ball. Pops loose. Dave Heffernan has scooped the pass away into the hands of Tomane and uh, or in the I should say of James Lowe and Lowe is going to go the length of the pitch great from him great from Leinster
0: final score Connacht 11 Leinster 42 the biggest yes, yes. defeat Connacht have ever had in the Pro 14 against Leinster wow
1: yeah very impressive performance by Leinster they had the job done at half time and the second half Connacht came back into it a little bit more but uh, that was a reality check This is a very, very good side and Connacht will be very disappointed, I think, by how poor they were in the first half. They just—they didn't come to, the, to deal with the pace of the pace of the game, and they made some errors. And Leinster just punished them. So it's a game they'll just have to analyse and look at. It's concerning about the injuries: Finley Beelham, Sean O'Brien. They've just got to regroup. They've—they've they've got a bit of an extra run into the next game. But that was—that uh, was a tough night. It most certainly was. You're off to get
0: some interviews. I think Leo Cullen will be a, a nice, happy interview for you.
1: I would expect he'd be very happy. And why wouldn't he be? Uh, six out of six. It's hard to see anybody beating this side if they keep their keep their mind on the job. He seems to have strength and depth everywhere. And this time, the players that he's bringing in really seem to be on the ball. Sometimes in the past, the younger guys in Leinster
3: have looked a bit short
1: of time and a bit short of playing. He's rotating them here. He's just got plenty of of quality.
3: Okay, let's listen to those interviews.
2: All right, Andy. Friend, uh, first real downer of the season. Anyways, that's for sure.
3: Yeah, mate. Not not uh, not the way we thought that was going to go. But that's a credit to a quality Leinster Lens side. They just dominate us in the first forty minutes there, and uh, we didn't have the answers for
2: it. It was so one sided. It'd be tempting to be obviously super negative uh, because it just it, it really did feel like Connick didn't come out to play. How much are you putting that down to your own performance as opposed to how good Leinster were?
3: I actually thought the first five six minutes we we looked we looked good. Um, I just said at half time Pretty much as soon as Finlay Bealham went off, it looked like he was our our kryptonite, and uh, we just lost all energy after that. But um, I thought that last forty, we actually showed a lot more spirit, a lot more fight. You know, it's five tries to nil in the first half. It's one try piece in the second half. Um, yeah, you know, they're a quality side, and we can't let them play like that.
2: It was an inevitability about the scores as they got the field position. So, was there was there elements of the game that that you could have managed better, even allowing for the fact that Lancy were so dominant?
3: Yeah, I thought uh, when we got our body in front and defence, we actually we managed to pull them up. When we didn't, it was one way traffic. Uh, I thought um, yeah, some some discipline issues there, which which gave them uh, good access to to mall. and then their mall was very dominant. We we missed a few things there again. Um yeah, and it just it just it steamrolled, didn't it? just it sort of grew and the pressure grew and uh you know, we, we tried to reset at half time there. I felt like we did reset a little bit there at half time, but you know the day it's a it's a it's a pounding.
2: Paul was very honest to say, even though the second half was better, the game was probably dead at that stage from his perspective, uh, but he, they were happy with the effort. Like, Would you look at it that way or would you take something from that second half?
3: The game was dead at that stage. You know, It's it's 35 points to six. and uh, One-way traffic, as I said, so it, it could have easily been 70 points, um, but it wasn't. So that's, that's the one bit of solace you'll take from that is that uh, we did come out in the second half and we showed a lot more fight, a lot more spirit. But you can't give a quality side like that five tries.
2: It seems like it could be a bit of a wake-up call to you ahead of what well, is going to be a tough Champions Cup campaign when you're missing three key second rows, for example. Uh, is it that? I'm not sure it's a wake-up
3: call more than just a reality check as to where we are. So yeah, we've 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 been pleased with the wins we've had, um, but you know we're in the big boys' league now, and that's that's one of the big boys right there, and they showed us there tonight that. What we've been producing is not going to be good enough for, for Champions Cup, or to continue to you know to try and win a Pro 14. So, you know, it's happened in round six of Pro 14. Um, lots of room for us left to, to to take the learns out of that and to grow with that, and that's what we intend to do.
2: Yeah, those four wins obviously in the bank is is, is good to have going forward in this competition. But in terms of the Champions Cup going into it without so many key players, I presume Finley Beelam now is a doubt.
3: Yeah, Finlay's a doubt. Shawnee O'Brien's a doubt. It's always the way. And we had, you know, we had injury concerns in that second row with Gav Thornbury, Holton Delan and, and Quinn Roo. And now Shawnee O'Brien, who's really a back rower, but he's picked up a, a, a knock there too, or a shoulder dislocation there too, by the look of that. So, uh, listen, we, we'll we'll see how we go with that. Um, Montpellier here Sunday week, uh, you know, they can be big and physical, um, so we need to we need to uh, get a game plan that's going to try and not avoid an arm wrestle for us.
2: Paul Boyle uh, it's difficult to obviously try and even make sense of that from a player's perspective I'm sure but a really tough night for Connacht
4: uh, yeah really tough night in fairness it felt um, I suppose the first five or six minutes of the game we started getting over the game line and started actually, we started off well um, they went to a couple of miles, and from then um, their line speed their flat carries off nine kind of got to us and they just smothered us in the end basically
2: territory was then key because you just couldn't get a platform every time they had the platform they scored
4: yeah, it's hard to play when you're inside your own half. Um, and in fairness to Leinster, they, they did a good job of keeping us there. So um, I suppose the, the main takings from that is we have two big weeks ahead. And if, if we don't learn from that, it could be another two weeks of performances like that. We need to just learn from it.
2: In the contrast of first and second half, what would you kind of put that down to?
4: Um, being brutally honest, maybe the game was over. Um but I suppose we did sit down at half time and we said that we need to start winning collisions. And in defence, we started getting body in front and started putting them putting them back a bit and then we carried a bit harder. But um, if I'm being cynical, the game was probably dead. What
2: makes them so strong, so good, being probably the best team in this competition?
4: Um, again, like I said, they have serious nine speed in defence. They carry the ball so flat in attack that if, if, if you're not winning collisions, they just get quick ball and, and they just overpower you. And I suppose that's what happened out there
2: obviously you'll, you'll look through the videos during the week you'll be really disappointed I'm sure with certain elements of the defence and the way Leinster were able to get over so easily on some of those scores
4: uh, Yeah look we're going to have to take a long hard look at that um, we'll, we'll be back in on Monday we'll review it but we will at the park it at the same time and learn from it um, from Tuesday onwards everything will be building towards Montpellier on Sunday because it's crunch time now and uh, Champions Cup rugby is, is what we've strived for the last couple of years and we have it now. So if we put in a performance like that, it won't be any good. But I think we'll learn from it and we're actually looking forward to it now on Sunday.
2: Yeah, Montpellier is a similar type of level. This is, that was Champions Cup kind of level rugby tonight and it's going to be no easier next, next week out or, uh, on Sunday.
4: Yeah, it will be tough, but um, that's not us out there. Um, I feel we're a lot better than that. Um, we spoke downstairs about... Our performance, and we all feel we're a lot better. And I think we'll learn from this game, and hopefully it'll put us in a good place now going into Montpellier.
1: Leo, that was a comprehensive win for Leinster. It's grown, they've had issues in the past, but was that as good a performance as you've seen in the first half from Leinster this season? Um, yeah, no, definitely. Like I think
5: our uh, ability to win the contacts, you know, both sides of the ball, you know, gave us a lot of just momentum in the game. So. And, um, so when we had possession, I thought you know we didn't do anything particularly flashy, but it was just good grinding carries. Um, you know, very accurate around the rook and with thought forwards gave us some good go forward in general. So some good a couple of good drives, um, which you know gave us a good, good position And you know, we, with the obviously conditions and the breeze going down that end, so it meant it was, for the most part we were we were we were in that area of the field. So. Um, yeah good to see the front row getting over for a couple of tries um, um, and then Ross obviously get Ross Perrin getting in as well so um, yeah no pleasing first half performance um, second half was probably a little bit scrappy on, on the, in the other hand so um, we had some chances down this end but couldn't quite convert um, maybe we were a little bit unlucky with some of the some of the calls there but maybe we'll have a look at those um, but yeah no overall it's good Um uh, it gives us some positive momentum now going into next week as well. Um, totally different challenge, obviously, Europe. Um, and uh, yeah, we've plenty to ponder now. I thought a lot of guys went well individually, so um, and the collective was obviously very good as well. So um, overall, very pleased.
1: And is, is that the way you're actually setting up differently in Europe? But that's the sort of performance you want to see, particularly with the accuracy?
5: Um, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Like, especially away from home. So um, just having good control of possession. Um, and, you know, generally I thought, you know, the guys didn't force things, you know, didn't try to get too clever at any stage. Um, and then defensively I thought, you know, for the most part we're, we're, we're creating a good strong ball um, of defenders and coming forward off the line. And you know, I thought Will Connors led the way there. He thought he's exceptional getting off the line and um, making some great chop tackles. So. Um, a number of other guys stood up there as well. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, overall, as I said, it's uh, you know, it's a tr- very tricky place to come down here. So um, you know, and, uh, as you rightly point out, it hasn't been always the happiest, tough hunting grounds for us. Um, so yeah, anyway, we'll, it's a good position for us to find ourselves now after the six games in the league. But you know, uh, you know, next we're already kind of turning our attention out to next week. So we'll see how everyone sits after the weekends. <laughs>
0: Okay, it's the post match section of the podcast, and I've got Dave Finn. Hi, Dave. Well, I've had better nights. I've got Niall Shield. Hi, now.
6: I'm Super. Thank you for asking. And
0: Danny Deegan here to give us some stats that I'm not sure we definitely want to hear any in all honesty. Niall, you think that we were missing the second row and that made all the difference?
6: We're missing an entire second row and substitutes. Uh, the first choice, our first choice at the moment, Lou said, Um I do think it would have made an awful lot of difference to the pack because our our heavy tacklers are all overworked because we didn't have that many of them. Do you know, Killeen Gallagher and Joe Mack, Samu tried their best, but that was, you know they are just different gravy. They're they're operating in a different in a different time zone, so.
0: They certainly are, Dave. We saw the Leinster A team come down here and do something very similar to the Eagles at the start of the season. Why, why didn't we expect the same sort of thing from the A teams, or the, B, or the main teams?
7: Because that was a team that was closer to the 43-7, 43-10 team than it was to the 23 team. So I looked at the two teams and went, Nash, that I said, we have to play the man. We said we played the jersey. But, ah, look, it was... The only thing I'll say it would have been interesting to see would we have been within 20 points if they had gone down to 14 men. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, look, they, every Once after the first five minutes, they went, "Right, time to play some time to play some physical rugby," and we just went, "What is this?" It's like we'd never played the game before. For the first 40 minutes, there are a few things I'm not happy with in terms of some of the refereeing, but I'm just quibbling. The only thing is, that I'm saying it would have reduced the score, but wouldn't have really changed anything we are in real trouble Sean O'Brien was on the pitch for 90 seconds yeah. um, and he came on from Maxime who looked exhausted and looked mentally looked like that was a really he, he, he will learn a lot from that but he won't realise that till tomorrow the day after next week because he came off the pitch nearly in tears um, Dave Heff I thought was coming in the second row Paul Boyle great player great potential not a second row um, weirdly, our lineups seemed to, we did seem to improve because we seemed to miss, you know, we threw to Jared and we got some a little bit of a go forward. But ugh, look, it was a disaster from a from a morale point of view and from an injury point of view.
0: Yeah, a lot of injuries there, Niall. Like Finley Bealum goes off after what three minutes, as Dave just said. Sean Sean O'Brien lasted ninety seconds. We're in. what are we going to get players for next week and the Champions Cup? David Núñez That's what they're are gonna to have to get players
6: on because you know they're yeah, but they're physically aren't bodies here, yeah. and that's yeah. that's the whole point. They're not bodies here. Even in the Eagles to go down to the Eagles, you know there's fellas and they're they physically they're not ready for for this level of rugby. So it's it would be dangerous to play them and they get more or less getting injured. If,
7: if, if you're looking at who's who's next up, so looking looking at the locks, looking the progression of locks that I've seen, this is, next up is Connor uh, is, is um
0: Cormac and Niall Carl Murray. McDaly.
7: Niall Murray. Niall Murray is a kid. There's no way Niall Murray should play against like, the European Cup. Cormac Daly is going to Rugby United New York.
6: Uh, he wasn't. He was. A Connacht kind of player at all, he wasn't part of the sub academy, even he was down here playing with the Eagles. But the Eagles have been delving into Clubland, so um, there's one, two, three, four, five players out of Clubland played for the Eagles, so the bodies physically aren't here. And uh, I was telling William during the week, uh, Jack Carty's mother, I met her up in Ballymena at the Eagles game, and she said, Niall Murray. Murray. So that's Murray so that's how they pronounce it <laughs> down in Kiltoom.
0: Let's 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 flip it around. Yeah. Leinster were incredible. Like their their ability to put us on the back foot no matter whether they had the ball or we had the ball was astounding. Like they won all the contact in the first 5 minutes. Every single contact was won by Leinster.
7: No. But after the first 5 minutes everything was won by Leinster. Well,
0: I agree with you. It, it
6: was, but that's that's the level they're. That's the level they're playing at. That's the the firepower they had. That they knew they were going to win this in the tight. Okay, and especially when Finlay Bealum uh, went off, the word got sent down, and they went tight, tight, tight. The front row scored three, four tries, four tries. That's what they, they kept it tight, tight. And then when there was no, when Connacht were stretched, then in tight, they went. They just they use the overlap then outside of that.
0: Danny, is there? Anything in the stats that sort of stands out that might be positive for Connacht, or just give us some, give us just give us some
3: stats. Well, in the first half, uh, Connacht only had 38 possession and 29 percent territory. In the second half, they went up to 60 percent possession and 56 percent territory. So I don't know if that's just Leinster turning off and saying that's job well done, or did
4: Connacht come out and just turn it up a bit.
0: Maybe a little bit of both. I suppose they, the only try Leinster got in the second half was an intercept try. Connacht showed a lot of grit and determination to try and keep them out. I don't know. There's just so little, so little good came out of it from Connacht. I do have to say, I would love to see
6: Connacht going at them with their first 15 and Connacht's first 15. I would love to have seen that because I do think it would be different. I'm not sure. I don't think
0: it would be that much different uh, in all the, honesty.
6: It's the level below that. That they are, they're their level below that almost isn't a level below that. They have their replacement tight head prop is the Irish replacement tight head prop. He's their second half prop. Their second row, they've uh, um look at the
0: the, uh, the Yeah, the second rows. We had two guys who played Eagles rugby this year against two guys of, of a combination of a hundred and six or, or seven caps. Uh, absolutely. No,
6: but that's that's the whole point. That's what that's what they're up against. When you look at the back rows, what what they were able to be on now the players they played today were, were brilliant so, but when you go to a first choice Leinster back row what is it you will struggle to pick it because the three of them they're all international so the level below is and connaught were really were operating with a lot of the players there at the level below who have played quite well so far but it just goes to show you know the, how, how much of a regard of the Dragons Ospreys yeah. whatever else were in you know.
7: Yeah, I don't think remember going back to the Eagles game. It's the same thing happening. The, 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 it's not just the power; it's the pace. Everything was fast. I still am yet to be convinced by Luke McGrath. I'd like to see him try. If he'd been behind the collet pack, we'd have seen what the real Luke McGrath was like. I thought, I thought we did struggle. I thought that was probably Caelan Blade's worst performance in a long time. Just hopefully, it's just a one-off. What I would do is, I would, as fans, would draw a line and said, don't forget what happened tonight. But use tonight as a line. Is that that is that we cannot sink in terms of that's as bad as we have to be. If we are any worse than that, then we shouldn't be. We shouldn't even think. We should be, that is look. Use that, lads. Use how you feel coming off tonight, and make sure you never feel like that again. It's easy to say. It's very easy because that's that plays into the hands of tonight's performance and tonight's result, result, especially, plays into the hands of those guys who would like to see Connacht, you know, disappear off into the into the ether. Oh, I think that's I think that's that's all news. No, I don't, they, I don't they, think they, there's, there's anything. Guy, this... There were guys who patronize this. Remember. We're talking about getting bodies in. This is a week where Munster have signed Damien Daly and RG Nyman. The last time we were in this situation, Munster got an All Black, we got a guy from Clontarf. We're not even playing. It's meant to be a fair. It's meant to be an even, even kill. I don't think it is. I think Niall is right. New Sephora needs to get us some players, but we, we could be getting guys. No offence to them, but they're coming from club rugby. And like going up against the Montpellier team, who we just don't know what they're going to be like, and then looking beyond that as well to Toulouse. There's going to be if we cannot be bringing lads whose last competitive game was club rugby to face Toulouse in Toulouse, it's just not on.
0: And then three more interpros.
6: Well, yeah, that's it. But the other thing is that the guys will be coming back. I expect Ulton will be back next week. I hope so. Anyway, and Quinroo the same, two to three weeks. So those guys will filter back in, but we're kind of there tight really tight on bodies and it's, it's you know it's not it's really not it's not sustainable the way it is now it's dangerous You so many players got injured because they're you know certain players are overcommitted, and other players are um, you know they're just physically they're not ready so OK
0: we're, we're going to finish off try and finish off on a positive note which is very difficult to do in this scenario because it's bloody freezing out here um, yeah, Dave you've got some good news for us
7: Oh, that's not bad news at all. We have uh, the Irish women's team are playing Wales on Sunday, 1 p.m. in the Belfield Bowl. If you're around, please head up to the game. Support our support the national team. So um, there's a number of uh, there's one new cap, uh, who is Judy Bobbitt, who is uh, a, f- a former Mead's Gaelic footballer. But from a Connacht kind of point of view, Bavin's Parsons, uh, Laura Feely, Nicola Friday, and Don McMahon are all starting, and Amory O'Hara is on the bench. So it's good to see that the women. Uh, Putting on the show, I, I mean, they'll also want to uh, make up for the bit of a, a disaster that was the performance over in Wales in the Six Nations. Um I actually don't know what happened in the two the two games. I haven't heard any reports back from last weekend, but uh, it's good to see that we uh, we're getting five players into you know, in national squads.
0: That's certainly so. Why not? Conor women did get to the to inter-provincial final, so um which is great to see. Niall, do you have any any positive anything you've got? No, no, that was abysmal.
6: That's that's just it's kind of goes to show it's just showing where we where we're at and we've just been showing where we need to go but how we're going to get there
0: is it's that's first <laughs> that's the big question it certainly is I think we will leave it on that
7: positive note from oh oh god go, still here's the weird thing we are still second in our uh, our table as of tonight
0: there you go positive news and you do a sum somewhere
7: it won't be the same tomorrow <laughs> <laughs>
2: Cut it loose. Break out, or nothing changes. Sad and confused. Don't wait until you hate.